Hey, Vogue. So we're talking about the holiday Juneteenth today, which marks the arrival of the Union soldiers in Galveston, Texas, to deliver the news about the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation, which only took them about two and a half years after the fact. So Juneteenth is always on June 19th. This year, it falls on a Sunday. But there are celebrations happening all week. In 2021, President Joe Biden made it a federal holiday. Yeah, and Nevada picked up on that, making it a proclamation of the federal holiday. And it's actually Mm -hmm. ensconced in our Nevada Revised Statutes. But what seems to be a wah-wah, I'm not sure it is officially celebrated with closures like other holidays that we're used to with banks or schools and things like that. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's kind of listed in the Nevada laws alongside things like Mother's Day and Cesar Chavez Day and some other Hmm. observational days. So I think that needs to be fixed too. Uh, I grew up in California, so I didn't learn about Juneteenth until I was a grown-up. But I was wondering for you, since you grew up here in Las Vegas, did you learn anything about Juneteenth? Oh, absolutely not, Vogue. <laughs> that that was not part of the curriculum in oh, Nevada Lord. when I was going to school. Okay. But what about now? Have you learned more about it now and, and in the context of the state of Nevada? Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, I do know a little bit about Nevada history, and I know that we're battle-born, and that doesn't mean that we're fierce warriors inherently here as Nevadans, but that Nevada came into the Union in 1864 uh, as a free state to help the president on his venture to rid the nation of the scourge of slavery. So uh, Las Vegas uh, wasn't even around back then, but Nevada certainly came into the union for that purpose. Mm -hmm. But we've had a lot of issues in the intervening time. Right, like they called us the Mississippi of the West is what they called this. I I mean, I've heard that expression. I certainly went to school here during desegregation Efforts that were not well-received. I've gone to many, many lectures over the years uh, from a, a real, true Nevada gem, uh, a woman named Clay T. White, who is a historian, uh, who has laid it all out in yes. ways that I understand how we got that moniker. Mm-hmm. You know, And while we always hope we're doing better, the fact that Juneteenth was off everyone's radar until recently is another kind of sad chapter on that whole book of how we are and where we're going. Exactly. Racism is nonsense. That's that's the chapter. <laughs> that's the intro. Racism is nonsense. Uh, and yes, definitely shout out to Clay T. White. I have my own mixed feelings about how capitalism has impacted Juneteenth now that it is a national holiday. holiday? Mm. National mm-hmm. holiday. <laughs> I get booked a lot more as a result of it. So people will call me and be like, well, will you come do a poem for this or do a poem for that? And they never used to call. June was a dry month for me for as far as bookings go. But at the same time, there's elements of it to where it's like if it's a company that's never really done any acknowledging of the Black community until this became a holiday, it, sometimes it feels performative and, and not as helpful if if it's just song and dance and nothing yeah. is fully addressed about how they're treating their, their community, their entire community, including the Black people. It feels empty. Uh, yeah. And there's a little pushback too. Nationally, you see, you know, some odd companies, and I won't name them by name, that are trying to come out with Juneteenth 
paraphernalia and stuff hmm. and it's just it, a lot cream. of people are like that don't play that don't play <laughs> salads it's 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 a hot mess what i love i will say this what i do love about the new national holiday is that people who have already been celebrating juneteenth are getting more recognition so today on citycast las vegas i get to interview a member of juneteenth 365 they're an organization that believes that uplifting and supporting the black community should be a lifestyle Today is Thursday, June 16th, 2022. I'm David Figler. I'm Vogue Robinson. And this is CityCast Las Las Vegas. Vegas. Dre! Hey! Hey, how are you today? I am well. How are you today, Vogue? Man, I'm doing well. I'm going through it, but uh, that's the, the only way through it is through it. And so I'm I'm appreciative for the good things that I am on my way towards. That's how we phrase that today. <laughs> Thank you. The best we can do. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on the show today, coming on to CityCast Las Vegas. For folks who don't know you, tell us your name and then tell us, please, about Juneteenth 365 and the work you do year round to support the Black community in Las Vegas. Thank you, Vogue, for having us on by us. I'm saying us, although it's just, it's me here, but there are three of us with June 365. And my partners, Alexia and Jalisa, are not on right now, but it's me. You got me. So I'm happy to be here. Juneteenth 365 is an organization that's dedicated to the economic empowerment of Black people. And that's here in Las Vegas and across the country and across the globe. Mm-hmm. Our name, Juneteenth 365, indicates that we are all about Black economic empowerment 365 days a year. We are very glad that Juneteenth is a federally recognized holiday. Mm-hmm. Hey. It's an every single day type of thing for us. So regularly, we are out in the city doing Black-owned business grant openings. We okay. help Black-owned business owners enjoy their special day. We help to organize the day. We bring other businesses on board to amplify their presence in the social media world so that more eyes are on their business. We're always trying to shop Black when we can. And uh, every year on Juneteenth, we do a couple things. We have what we call the Juneteenth 365 Lifestyle Weekend, which Mm -hmm. is the weekend of Juneteenth. And we support other events that are happening in the city and we close it out with poetry, paint, and potions on the actual Sunday of Juneteenth. And I know you were talking about, obviously, you're doing your triple P and the excitement around the fact that Juneteenth is now a federal holiday. Now, for me, I didn't grow up knowing about Juneteenth until I became an adult. Like, we didn't hear about it in California as much. Uh, it just wasn't something that was brought up. For y'all, for your group, before Juneteenth was a federal holiday, what did you do to celebrate Juneteenth? So like you, we weren't very well-versed on Juneteenth at all. We didn't know anything about it. I guess I learned about Juneteenth. Um, It was probably 2010, maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, that I learned about Juneteenth. And at that time, I was living in Atlanta. um, And I still hadn't celebrated anything. There still wasn't much that was out there about Juneteenth, you know? But in our recent years, while we've been here in Las Vegas, um, specifically last year, we did the J365 pull-up tour. 
uh, we noticed that in Las Vegas, there are a lot of Juneteenth Mm -hmm. um, all over the city. And one thing that we like to focus on is unity and working together and honoring our differences and being okay with differences. Um, Mm -hmm. Our goal is always to just see how can we do things together. And for us, we said, well, you know, obviously we can't make everybody do one big thing. Why don't we go and support everybody? Last year, year we had the brilliant idea of doing a tour. So we rented this van. Oh. The van didn't have no AC, though. No, not in June. Not that week. 16 degrees. But you know what? Juneteenth 365 was out there Ah! for like the entire day. I probably sweated off about 25 pounds. Right. So we went around the city to all the different events that were going on. We did a water balloon fight at a park. Then we did um, Double Dutch over at the last, at the, um, it was the West. 20th annual Juneteenth Festival, which this year we're actually going to do the Juneteenth 365 throwback play shack, which is okay. like having. I saw school that games. old school games. Yeah. Old school games. Are going to be Double Dutch? Are you going to teach somebody some Miss Mary Mac? <laughs> like, are you going to teach? Oh, we I was like, I need hand games, you know. I need the, the... Well, we are juniors. Yes. <laughs> you know, secretly, I'm like your secret, your secret member of J365. That's right. You know, and okay. anytime you want a spot on the squad, <laughs> I'm going to call you. <laughs> Give me one more year. I know you said like here in Nevada, here in Las Vegas, Juneteenth is kind of a big deal. Do you feel like that's a result of things that happened in 2020 or you feel like, no, it's a longstanding history? Well, I'll say that, let's see, the year before 2020, I guess 2019, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, we went to the Juneteenth Festival and it was really that year for, in our opinion, it was really, it seemed really small. And we're like, wow, this is, it isn't, we we thought, oh, it's going to be a Juneteenth Festival. We're going to go and have a great time and turn Mm -hmm. up Juneteenth. I had like my red, black, and green flag. Full attire. And I got out there and I was like, where, where is everyone? And I was oh. like, hmm, this just doesn't seem like what I thought it was going to be. But then I don't know what happened because last year it was like 3,000 people at the festival last year, which had to go indoors. It was at the Doolittle Center. Mm-hmm. And this year they've grown it. So they're at the World Market Center. World Market. And yeah, so it's going to be even bigger. And I just think that it's becoming more prevalent um, in the community. More people know about it. More people are consciously deciding, I'm going to celebrate our holiday of freedom. Yeah. And right. I just feel like, you know, with education and just knowing about it, it brings more people to put their eyes on the event. So it's definitely growing. Right. It feels massive. Like yeah. I'm tired and it hasn't hit yet. <laughs> and I'm tired, yeah. girl. Like I'm excited, but I'm tired. Um, and in that vein of the idea, you know, it's changing, it's growing. How do you feel about some of the ways that people have chosen to to celebrate Juneteenth? I feel like in the Black community, I feel like I see it being done in a particular type of way, but I also see Walmart ice cream and Juneteenth yeah. celebration shirts. It's... Okay. So this is my thing. Right. Okay. And for our listeners who may not know, Walmart decided to create their own Juneteenth-themed ice cream and put the capital C on capitalism for this new national holiday. 
this is me and Jow were talking about this with the whole um, Walmart ice cream thing. And we saw like the outrage of black people like, how dare y'all make a John T. <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, at least they did. You know, okay. they used, uh, what was the the cake in there? Um, red velvet cake. Like red they velvet. used research, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like, do we want representation or do we not want representation? Or not. Um, mm. and sometimes we may want to, um, we want like, do we, that's, that's the thing. Do we want it or do we not? And then it's like, if people are going to celebrate the holiday, do we want only black people can celebrate Juneteenth? Because I see black people with red, white, and blue flags all the time, you know? Right. How and, do we integrate in a, in a way that still is. How do we integrate Black history, right? Like Black history yeah. uh, as a separate Africana studies, like San Diego State mm-hmm. Africana studies. So it's a separate major. How do we make it to where it's integrated in the way that history is taught in classes, which yeah. includes, okay, if we integrate Juneteenth into the forward-facing fabric of the country, what does mm-hmm. that look like? What does it look I like? Think, yeah, I think that's a hard thing. Folks? Do we want to let them wear dashikis? Like, is dashikis okay? Like, where is no, the line between appropriation? Right, appropriation <laughs> and celebration. Where's the it's a very undefined line right now? And I think that as long as we all continue forward in grace and mm. say, okay, look, I don't. It's Juneteenth is not about black folks hating white folks or about us. You know the. I just don't feel that it should be about us resist and this fight against. It should be more of the building up of our Mm. community, the building up of honoring what we can do versus pointing our attention to all the things that we don't like and all the things that are pissing us off. Can I say this? Okay, cool. Um, All the things that are pissing us off, pissing us off, nitpicking about we can focus on that stuff or we can be action-based. We can say, okay, I'm going to support this Black-owned ice cream business. Okay, you ain't got to buy that Walmart ice cream if you don't want it. I don't shop at Walmart. So I want to know that they had I don't even know about Anyway, that. I've been on Ben & Jerry's and the, the Kaepernick ice cream. The Kaepernick, it's so good. Is ben & Jerry's are true allies and we know that. So get the Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Y'all done talked all this trash about Walmart's ice cream and now... We could have been amplifying down. the other yeah. types of ice cream that Focus are celebrating. Focus on what so positive it hurts. Look at you, Dre. It's not bad. It's just that I don't have time yeah, for okay. that other stuff. It's like I don't have time to to look at that and focus on that. When we've got businesses to run, we've got communities to grow, we've got our people to heal. I don't have time mm-hmm. to worry about that damn ice cream. That's just me. And then back to do you right. representation or not? sometimes we think of separation so much and I'm not saying that we can't do things on our own because we can. I believe in what Dr. Claude Anderson talks about in collective economics and vertical integration and working together and doing our things that there's no competition between us on our level. And at the same time, it's nothing wrong with also just living in the American as an American. Like we live an American life. We live in America. So we can do the best that we can with what we have and we can honor the fact that other people want to celebrate us too because we deserve to be celebrated by everybody yes we want our reparations but in the meantime yes. we're gonna have the celebration we're gonna have the celebration too in a, in a way to honor and uplift the community uplifting we're not focusing on the negative 
You're so kind. I love that. I'm going to hold that in my heart. I think you've made my Juneteenth a lot brighter um, with your perspective. Don't, don't trip though, because run up, get done up. Uh, you know, <laughs> comes to it, you know, but at the end of the day, you come with peace, love, and light. That's what you will receive. Mm-hmm. You come with anything else, we got some heat too. How do you feel the the community is supporting you? I feel like y'all do a lot of beautiful things for us. How do you feel like you're being supported in return? You know, I we feel like Las Vegas loves Juneteenth 365. Um, we've had great experiences. Um, you know, I actually was on live yesterday and was like, you know, 99% of the time we receive love from everybody that we come in contact with. I've learned that because Vegas is such a transient place, People don't trust you easily. People don't mm-hmm. believe that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Right. They don't believe that you're going to actually support them or you're going to stick around. But I feel that because we come with a sense of peace, love, unity, like let's do this together. How can we all work together? People um, receive that from us very well. And so, like I said, 99% of the time, people come with, to us with love. In a dream world, Dre, how would you like to see other people celebrate Juneteenth, people of all cultures, how would you like to see them celebrate it? Hmm. I like that question. In a dream world, I would say that people are celebrating Juneteenth 365 days a year. In a dream world, people are consciously choosing to support Black-owned businesses. People are consciously deciding to become anti-racist. People are literally making it their business to communicate what is true and what is real to their family, even if it hurts. I've always had this fantasy about being the fly on the wall at certain families. And it's like, so Uncle Joe, that that was racist, Uncle Joe. (laughs) Right. That that awkward Thanksgiving dinner where you're like, like, somebody finally just speaks up and goes, Uncle Joe. That's not okay. Like, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that you're generalizing for all the people who are of that culture. That's not okay. Exactly. And I feel like that would be my ideal way that everyone would support Juneteenth or celebrate Juneteenth every single day by just deciding to be a good human being, honoring the fact that a lot of what we have in this country is because of the experiences of the enslaved people that built it and finding their way of giving back to that, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. There are so many good things and so many things that frustrate me. So Mm -hmm. like it used to be, I did not, I said it earlier, but like I didn't get as many bookings in June. Like June would be a really dry month for me. And now I feel like I'm getting 17 different phone calls. Like, Hey, Vogue, can you show up for this? Hey, can you read a poem for that? Like y'all knew I existed before June, but, and that's the thing, people who are already doing it 365. If you're doing programming all year long, that is in support of your black students, your black staff, your black faculty, I'm down to show up. In other situations, though, I'm like, no. Yes. This is just a symbol. You guys don't really actually care. And I'm leaning towards, I would like a day of rest. I feel like a lot of times, anytime there are holidays that center on acknowledging slavery in the country, acknowledging Black history, acknowledging 
any levels of struggle. There's no space for rest. All of the Black artists, we get the phone calls. Uh, I work at a Black-owned art gallery. We get phone calls the two weeks before programming is going to happen to say, hey, can we showcase what you have? We're here all year long. Yeah. And I appreciate Juneteenth, but I don't want to just that the June and February are the primary times that that my opinion is requested, that my presence is valued. I'd like to see that all year long. I'd like to see us that level of integration that allows for independence as well. I believe in that a thousand percent. And that's the piece uh, of it too, that we're in the experience. So where you may be feeling frustrated right now, Vogue, understand that you are a part, we are a part of history right now. And so we are setting the foundation or I wouldn't even say setting because the foundation has been set. It's been laid, right. And so we are a continuation of the experience of celebrating and cultivating the Black community. It's, we are in it. So make it known like, hey, if look, mm-hmm. you know, you can call me on, you know, May 15th. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can call me on October call 4th. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> I deeply appreciate you. Thank you for your humor. Thank you for your perspective. Thank you for your calm. And I look forward to talking to you and seeing you so soon. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. And remember, y'all, focus on what we are, what we can do, and ignore all the rest. Keep it moving. Ashe. You can learn more about Juneteenth 365, their year-round work, and what's going on this weekend through social media. Check out their Instagram at officialjuneteenth365. You can also subscribe to the CityCast Las Vegas newsletter for a longer list of events happening on this weekend. But before we let you go, we want to give a special shout out to the things going on. Well, a couple of the things going on. (laughs) The 21st annual Las Vegas Juneteenth Festival is Saturday, June 18th at 5 p.m. They have expanded this year and will host it at the Expo at World Market Center. A super fun event that I'm excited about is Juneteenth 365's Poetry, Paint, and Potions events. And that's happening on Sunday, June 19th at Raw Remedies in the Arts District. Starts at 7 p.m., There will be competitions, performances, games, signature drinks, and prizes that will include a free writing workshop from me. Hope to see you there. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Our lead producer is Sonia Cho Swanson, and our producer is Layla Muhammad. Our newsletter editor is Scott Dickensheets, and our hosts are me, David Figler, and Vogue Robinson. Music is by OG Moose. We record this show on the traditional homelands of the new movie, the Southern Paiute people. And check your local municipalities to see if they're observing Juneteenth with closures. And if you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Rate the show. Leave us a review. Vogue and I like reading those reviews. And subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Tuesday morning with more news from around the city. Have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Hydrate. Hydrate. You can learn more about June Cat June Cast. That's gonna be the new podcast. <laughs> okay, again.